and welcome to another edition of the UK Law Weekly podcast with me, your host, Marcus Cleaver. This week we are looking at the case of the Crown on the application of VIP Communications Limited and Secretary of State for the Home Department. The citation for this case is 2023 UKSC 10. This case that we're looking at this week is specifically about a piece of telecommunications equipment but in general tells us a great deal about who has the power to make decisions regarding national security. The specific piece of tech that we're talking about is known as the Commercial Multi-User Global Systems for Mobile Communications Gateway Apparatus. Uh, That is a total mouthful, but basically the gateway, as we'll call it, contains one or more SIM cards and allows calls or text messages from landlines to be routed directly onto mobile networks where they can take advantage of smaller charges. Part of the problem that is relevant to this case is that when a call is routed in this way, the only data that is transmitted over the network is the number and location of the SIM card in the gateway. It doesn't transmit any other information such as the identity of the calling party or the user's location. Now, under Section 8, Subsection 4 of the Wireless Telegraphy Act 2006, Ofcom can exempt the installation and use of certain equipment from requiring a license if it is satisfied that the conditions listed in Subsection 5 are met. With that in mind, Ofcom published a notice in July 2017 stating its intention to make regulations under the Act that would exempt the gateways from the licensing requirements. The Secretary of State for the Home Department disagreed with that view and issued a direction stating that the gateways should not be exempted and that is what is being challenged in this judicial review. The argument from the Home Department was that Ofcom is required under Section 5, Subsection 2 of the Communications Act 2003 to carry out its functions in accordance with directions given by the Secretary of State on grounds including national security and public safety, which was the basis for the direction here. The High Court disagreed with that argument and held that there was no power under Section 5 to direct Ofcom not to comply with its duty under Section 8 of the Wireless Telegraphy Act. The Court of Appeal agreed with that interpretation and so the Home Secretary appealed to the Supreme Court, which is where we pick things up. The Justices began by noting that before the Communications Act 2003, the Government had sole responsibility for the law revolving around the installation and use of wireless telegraphy equipment. That responsibility was then transferred over to Ofcom as part of the UK's implementation of the Common Regulatory Framework from the EU. Nevertheless, the use of wireless telegraphy can give rise to national security concerns, and that is a core function of the government because that is the source of democratic accountability. Ofcom is an important regulator, but national security concerns are beyond its remit. That view is consistent with the common regulatory framework. Furthermore, even though the Communications Act and the Wireless Telegraphy Act are two different statutes, they both form a single system of regulating wireless telegraphy. While Ofcom has most of the power, vital interests such as national security are retained by the government 
and part of that includes the ability to prevent Ofcom from making an exemption regulation where there is a reasonable belief that such a regulation would threaten national security and public safety. Section 5 of the 2003 Act may not address that ability of the Home Secretary directly, but it is drafted in such a way as to accommodate a range of functions. The Court of Appeal had suggested that there was a general principle of statutory construction, meaning that a direction could not be issued by the government requiring non-compliance with another statutory duty. The justices agreed to the extent that this is a factor to consider, but it is not determinative and other factors have to be considered as well. Thinking about this decision, and it is easy to see why the Court of Appeal thought the way that it did. After all, it seems contradictory to make a direction that specifically counters a statutory duty. Not only that, it would appear to reach the legislation. Nevertheless, I think things are a little bit more complicated than that, and the Supreme Court was right to point out here that there are two requirements pushing against each other. On the one hand, you have Ofcom's duty under the Wireless Telegraphy Act, but there is also the national security duty that can be implied by the Communications Act 2003. This creates a much more difficult decision for the courts, but ultimately I think the justices were right to come down in favour of the Home Office. When there is a legitimate threat to public safety or national security, it seems strange to think that a government department would not be able to do anything about it because of a regulator like Ofcom. It is the Secretary of State who is democratically accountable, and the law has to operate in a way that reflects that. Well, thank you very much for tuning into this podcast episode, and thanks as ever to bensound.com who provide the theme music. Quick reminder before we go that if you would like to support the podcast and help to keep it ad-free, then you can subscribe to my newsletter and earn yourself some nice perks including more content from me each week and a free ebook on how to answer essay questions on a law degree. Last week in the newsletter I wrote about the Casey review into problems at the Met, as well as Boris Johnson's ill-fated appearance before the Privileges Committee. If that sounds like something you're interested in, then check out the link in the description to this podcast episode. Anyway, I'll be back with another episode next week, but for now, bye!